The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy home improvement store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Ashley Conrad and joining me today, Mr. Bob Goff. What's up? How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thank you for chatting with me. It's sure. been a while. It has been. It I feel has like we been. haven't sat down and chatted for quite some time. What do you want to talk about? Well, there's lots of stuff going on, but I want to start with just like a quick observation that I have that I had actually on the way driving here. So uh, probably driving here kind of, I, sometimes I get in my own like head, my own feels, and I was thinking, I love Quincy probably for the same reason that some people may dislike or even hate Quincy. And that is when I was driving here, I think I saw like seven or eight people that I knew just like, you know, Hey, Mm -hmm. I love taking like different routes around Quincy and um, looking at how things are changing or even staying the same. But I would say knowing everybody that I pass is like one of my favorite things about Quincy. It probably is also what makes it difficult to, um, not that I want to speak for you, but have kind of a job like this mm-hmm. because you know so many people you don't want to, it's your job to report, right? What's going right. on in Quincy. Um, but there's no, there's no way around like upsetting people from time to time, I think. Right. That's very true. I've done my share of that over the years yeah. and, uh, it's just, it comes with the territory. It's the job. Right. And you know, we, uh, want to write about what's happening and we want to, there's some things you don't sugarcoat and right. you just kind of have to tell it like it is sometimes. Um, yeah. I mean, there are times when I write something and you know, people say, Oh, that was great. And there are some times when you write something, people are like, what was that? Yeah. So, but there are also lots of times when I write something and then no, nothing, there's no, there's nothing that's there's no crickets, which is fine. Yeah. That's good too. Right. But a lot of times, like if I go out or whatever, and you know, you talk to your friends or see people out or whatever. But then there's times I just like, um, I just just sit me off in a corner. I don't, yeah. I don't want to. Talk you don't want to it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. So Meg Duncan, who covers Hannibal mm-hmm. uh, for Muddy River News, uh, we were going to sit down today, but schedules conflicted. But sure. one of the things that I wanted to talk to her about was I'm sure that it makes it almost even harder in Hannibal to kind of talk about some things. And I know that you know every town no matter the size has, um, good and bad. Right. And they balance each other. Um, there are some things happening in Hannibal that aren't probably the easiest to report on or to write about. Well, and, 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 uh, and I think in the column I wrote, um, earlier this week, that was what I kind of wanted to express that, you know, we just need to be better. Right. Um, also in the column, I talked about, you know, the tragic, uh, you know, beating death of two men, and apparently not realizing that there was a third person who had died in really? that same period of time. And it happened like over New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Now, I was probably checked out and didn't like follow anything. Right, but, you know, right. David or whoever it was on our site and we had covered it and we received the information from HPD. But uh, and so, you know, we've got another instance where, yeah, we've had, you know, three violent deaths since October um, was in the Hannibal. Was name released? Because I remember um, Dusty and... 
Well, I don't believe so. Okay. I think it's another okay. one of those cases. So we're so, trying to go back and do more work and everything. And yeah, I mean, that was the thing is, with the point of the column this week was, and, and again, I understand completely from law enforcement's point of view that we don't want this out in the media until the family knows. We don't want oh, the family yeah. to find out on the radio or the internet or whatever it says, hey, so-and-so died. Oh my gosh. We want to make sure we have notified next of kin and the other relative, you know, some, you know, enough relatives. So, okay. And then give it some time and then you you release the name. Right. That's t a totally acceptable practice. But to not do that in subsequent, you know, you wait and you wait and you wait and you don't get that information. And then you have the family members who are saying this should be public. We want people to know what happened to my brother or my mm -hmm. son. And then that is where it's like, okay, you guys need to let people know what's going on here. Right. And when you have, you know, follow up your investigation, you do guys your work. Are talking about the Police departments. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, you know, they, you know, they have people arrested. That's great. I'm sure they're building their case, their investigation, the prosecuting attorneys doing all his work. Great. And that's what should be done. But in that same regard, you know, we need to remember that while the police are, and the prosecutors are doing their job to, you know, bring these people to justice, there are victims and there are families of victims and they need to be, I understand the sensitivity issue now. Um, you know, but again, when you report, the gory details of what happened as we had to do with the, the Dusty Wilson case and as we will do when when we receive the charging documents on uh, Mr. Smotty, which we're getting those a little slow played by the Marion County Circuit Clerk's Office. We've requested them and they say, well, we have three days to get them to you. It's like, well, you could send us an email and have them now. Right. So we're working on that as well. And I'm just I just want to make sure that we are getting that information that that is public information that we should have because the people do have a right to know of what is happening in their communities and when we are looking at you know violent deaths um, of these people and you know in some case you know we, we do have some there are some racial undertones here and right. you know we hope we're, we, you know and I understand not wanting to flame fire you know flame up that fire mm -hmm. spread that fire right but and again you can't sugarcoat this and in, in a kind of the thing was like, look, if you want to be America's hometown, you need to clean up your act a little bit and you need to try to make sure that it's a safe community. Right. And I know the police are doing their best. I, I get that. I mean, I staunch supporter of law enforcement, everything they have to do. And I know they don't have an easy job, but part of that job is also relaying the information that is necessary in order so people can, can have everything they need to know about a case or about, a situation that they might be involved in or right. they're just interested. In. Well, and also, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves. So I, I do follow the scanner on Facebook. Um, it's just call me nosy, but it is, I like to be informed. Okay. And they cover everything from, you know, a, a smoke alarm going off to a, a, a unfortunate event such as this, or the ones that we're talking about. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves is, you know, people posting pictures, names before the family is notified. Right. I do think there is um, a proper process for that. Uh, but, you know, in the case of, is it Smotty? Smotty? What? Okay. Smotty. Okay. Yes. So in th that case, his family is basically uh, saying, you know, he deserves to be mentioned. He deserves right. to be remembered. And I do, I fully, fully support that. Uh, at the same time, I do think it is the family's call, right? I mean, you don't, I wouldn't want my loved one's name blasted or this situation because you never know. Uh, but I do also think that it is, uh, the community's right to know what's going on also by doing justice, you know, you have to do right by the victims, the victims' mm -hmm. families, and you also have to follow like 
the protocols that that don't impede investigation. So right. it's, it's like a it's a really touchy, weird subject. It is, and you know, a, a family member might not want their loved one's name mentioned, but at some point, it needs to come out because when you are having this case, you can't just go throughout the entire, you know, say we end up having a three week jury trial on a murder and we don't know the victim's name. Right. In order to tell the complete story, yeah. you have to have that. Right. And again, I want to be as respectful to the family as possible. But again, when there are these kinds of details that should come out so people will understand and the full, and scope. The full scope and also the fact that they don't they don't minimize it and they don't get numb to it. And like, right. oh, well, you know, another, here's another person died. Sure. You know, if you say, well, this person died because they were beat to death or this person was whatever, that's, you know, those details and you go, oh, wow, that's horrible. Yeah. And, and it, it sticks a little bit. And maybe it, it, maybe it makes the community more aware that, you know, we, we have, a, we might have a problem Something here. needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. Especially, and I hate to, you know, like you were saying, stoke the flame, but the racial undertones are evident yeah. and it's so unfortunate, but, um, you know, a couple a couple interviews ago, we were talking about in order to fix something, you have to definitely bring awareness to it. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, in order to do that, you have to make sure that you have all the details. And sometimes that's, I'm not sometimes, they're always unfortunate. You know, it's just always, you never want to see something like this happen, especially in a smaller town, because you just, it just doesn't make sense. No, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just no, so it's, it's sad. A, it's senseless violence. Yeah. And again, I certainly hope that, um, you know, we figure out a way to, you know, come together a little bit. I mean, you know, we're all, we're all, it seems like we're all kind of in our separate corners right now. So siloed, it really would be yeah. nice. Yeah. Silo definitely yeah. in a bubble. Yeah. So it'd be just kind of come together a little bit and have some conversations and, you know, again, and, and as far as the victim, you know, you don't want to blame the victim. There are, I know there are circumstances which led to, you know, the deaths of these men. And that's, it's, we've reported some of it. It will come out more during the trial. Uh, somebody, and probably some will never know. And some we will never yeah. know. But still, um, you do want to paint an entire picture. And again, I'm not going to, I don't, I, you know, whatever the victim's opposed supposedly did that doesn't they didn't do anything that meant their life should end i was thinking about that on the way here because it i mean it really just weighs on me that that this is happening but i was thinking would i ever take a life okay the only time that i think it's acceptable to take a life is if someone's about to take yours and you better know damn well that your life is threatened mm -hmm. right so i don't know if that was the case in in any of these cases or not but it just seems like there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something has to be done because this mother, this sister, like, right. you know, everyone, all of these families are, their lives are changed forever. And it's just, there's got to be a better way. And I don't know what that is, but like you said, the remembering that we're all human and reaching out, connecting, that's got to be a start, right? Yeah. Like do something nice, smile at yeah. someone. I mean, like, yeah, I would hope that, you know, you know, the community, you know, there are times where community leaders need to step up and have community forums and have discussion groups and say, look, what's going on in our community that that needs to be done. And people can talk about, oh, that's silly or whatever, but it's really not. And it can be constructive. Yeah, it can. And if, if people think it's silly, I beg to, I beg them to bring another solution because yeah. it's one of those things that you know, you can have ideas, but you have to bring them to light and it's never, it's never too late to, to start talking about it. No it's doubt. just, okay. And then the other thing, and again, um, you know, rest in peace to all the victims and to all the families we're thinking of you and, uh, hope that you get some, some comfort, um, soon. Uh, but not, I want to say, yes, it is lighter news. Um, but still something that I wanted to talk to Meg about. So, uh, Angel 
Angel Zerbonia. Zerbonia. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know any specifics about this case, but it's another Hannibal thing. Um, She was a city. She's the city clerk. City clerk. Okay. She has been on paid administrative leave for three months. Mm -hmm. Can I, can you do that for me? What do I need to do? (laughs) I, I would love to have three months off paid. Um, I don't care what's going on. Right. What, how, how long does it take to get to the bottom of something to either can her or but it, bring her again, back? If every, you know, I think the, the city attorney said, I mean, everybody deserves due process. Due process doesn't take three months. Well, does it does it? if you've got to go find it. If, if, if you think, if there are investigators, if everybody in town is colored by this in one way, shape or form, or they can't have someone who doesn't have some sort of opinion one way or the other. And you got to go to Kansas city to find an attorney and that person's got other stuff to do and they're conducting the investigation. Yeah. It's going to take time again. I, whether she should be paid or not paid again, that's listen, Hannibal, I I have no idea what the heck's going on. So if you need somebody who's like totally unbiased, you call me out and not be paid and be paid, but you won't be paid for it. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just come in and say what's going on here and then guilty, not guilty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no lawyer, but I could probably. Yeah, you're the arbitrator. I could definitely step in because I have no idea. I'm just saying, three months, paid leave, paid by the taxpayers, right? Mm -hmm. Let me speed this up a little bit. And I'm sure I, I'm not alone when I say that. Well, and again, I think, but, but everybody does deserve due process. I totally agree. So you can't just, you know, someone, Hey, you're going to be suspended. We're going to figure this out. It's not that person's fault. It's taking so long, right? I mean, she's getting paid and great. She's I mean, not sad. No, probably. Well, probably. Well, I mean, yeah, she probably, probably still said, yeah, she's probably sad that this is even going on. Absolutely. You know, I, again, I don't know what happened, but even if you screwed up, you probably are like, shoot mistakes happen, but yes, you know, but I would say, but you're right. There should, we need to have a, a resolution to this yeah. sooner rather than later. And it's yeah. already been later. So yeah, they need to they need to kind of get this thing wrapped. Yeah. Up. Same with the city insurance in Quincy, like <laughs> that, you know, yeah. I need to just, I need to throw it out there, but there are some times where you're like, enough's enough guys. Yeah. Like, I don't care what happens, but something's got to give. And you know, I was just reading the article and it was like, Oh, our kids aren't covered dependents. Are, really? I can't even imagine like, figuring out that my kids aren't, I would just, I would go ballistic. And again, I don't know all the facts, but enough's enough. Let's figure it out. Right. And you, so I, so now I have to suspend you and not pay you is what you're saying for something. Pay me. Suspend you and pay you. Pay me. Yeah. You gotta get right on Show me those dollars. (laughs) Get right on that. Yeah. You know, no, I would never want to be on administrative leave here. I never, because I'd still be sitting on the couch, just hanging out. I'd miss you guys too much. Right. We have a good time. We, yes, I'm we glad. Do. Yes, we're yeah. very glad you're here. All right. All right. Well, on that note, that does it for today's Daily Money. Thanks for sitting with me. I appreciate sure, it. Glad to. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Coming up, Ron Kinsherf talks about Steven Spielberg's Oscar nominated film. I've had two stepdaughters go through the Quincy Public School System, and it's a great system. And I love what they accomplished and what they're accomplishing now. But I have found flaws, and I believe that those could be fixed at the local level. And I don't believe that the people that are heading this state really understand what's best for our children in this city. I believe that serving on the Quincy Public School Board is one of the most important jobs a person can have. Over the last few years, I've seen some things that I felt like we needed some new perspectives on. 
Um, I also feel like over the last few years, we've had some situations uh, with COVID, for example, where it became apparent that we really need people who are going to stand up for the Constitution and for freedom to be in positions, these locally elected positions. I'm Tori Kaufman, and I would appreciate your vote for Quincy School Board. I'm Ashley Randolph, and I would appreciate your vote for the Quincy School Board. I'm Jeremy Allen, and I'd appreciate your vote for Quincy School Board. Paid for by Allen, Randolph, and Kaufman. Start off on Friday the 10th, Saturday the 11th, and even Super Bowl Sunday, we're gonna be doing some wine tasting here. I saw that. So a couple big things, a new one, Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc, which is a very popular wine. Mm -hmm. They came out with a 70 calorie. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. There's a reason Harvey's Furniture has been around for over 75 years. Exceptional quality furniture, affordable prices, superior customer service. The only way to stay in business for over 75 years is to do things right. Harvey's Furniture, our home, your home. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan-favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Hi, this is Ron Kincherf, and welcome to Muddy River Oscar Cliff Notes. Who's got Oscar fever? We do, we do. Who's got Oscar fever? It's time for Muddy River's Oscar Cliff Notes. What we're going to do at Muddy River News is the Academy has announced the 10 Best Picture nominations, and it's impossible to watch all the best pictures right now. They're on a variety of streaming sources. Some don't even get to the theater, so we feel it's our duty to give you some information about the upcoming movies that are nominated for Best Picture. The first we're gonna look at is The Fablemans. The Fablemans is a semi-biographic tale written by Steven Spielberg with some other folks. He also directs it, and it's about the Fableman family, in particular, a young boy, Sammy, who has a love of filmmaking. His mother is an artist, his dad is a computer engineer. There is conflict within the story. And here is the Fableman's Cliff Note style. Mommy, mommy, look at the movie I made. Well, that's just lovely, my son. My little fake Steven Spielberg. What a beautiful movie. I think you have a future. And that's the Fableman's. Thank you for joining us for Muddy Rivers Oscars Cliff Notes. I'm Ron Kincherf. Thank you for joining us for Muddy River News, Oscar Cliff Notes. Produced by Ron Kinscherf. Directed by Ron Kinscherf. Cinematography, Ron Kinscherf. Writing and editing, Ron Kinscherf. Wardrobe, 
Ron Kinscherf, lighting and sound. Ron Kinscherf and choreography, Ron Kinscherf. Join us again next time for Muddy River News Oscar Cliff Notes. Thanks, Ron. Nice train. We'll be back with Club Muddy tomorrow. Muddy River News. Our home. Our news.